0: Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast It's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action. Today, I am your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by Dan, the man in the closet, Kruger. Dan, how's your closet? What am I doing here? You're in your closet, Why? hiding from your Why daughter and your, your tiny dog. <laughs>
1: He's a very scary little Yorkie. Yeah,
0: All three pounds. Now
1: quarantining got a tickle in the throat so negative COVID test but
0: it's perfect because well, I, just, now I get the podcast studio to myself
1: <laughs> and what are you doing with this newfound power are you I'm pantless utilizing
0: yes I'm abusing okay. the power and I'm sitting in your chair so for the viewers and the listeners at home I recommend you go to mm. YouTube to multifamily investing made mm. simple and you can watch all the videos you will not see me pantless because we have a table um <laughs> But just know, just know, I am sitting in Dan's chair, pantless, because he's not here to defend himself. We did not talk about this no, in our no. meeting on and Monday. Yet, and yet here we are. Okay, so let me start the timer, because we've got less than 10 minutes here uh, to get through today's topic, and you don't even know what it is yet, but... I have no idea. No clue. So last night, well, zero preparation. Last night we we gave a, a presentation or we talked at a uh, local meetup here, and afterwards, one of the things that I uh, that we talk about all the time, you guys hear this all the time, is that we we're all about playing long term games with long term people. That's a Naval Ravikant quote. Um, and when you consume content from like Alex Ramosi, he likes to talk about one of the things that billionaires do, like ultra ultra wealthy people that like just your regular run of the mill millionaire doesn't do is that they think on longer time horizons. like just that's like, that's like the main difference. It's like the time horizon on which they think. And after after the meetup, a guy came up to me and was chatting with me. He's a young kid, like probably in his early 20s. And we're talking about, and I was like, just lengthen your time horizon. Like play a long-term game. And he goes, what exactly does that, what do you mean by that? And so I thought, hey, let's just unpack that real quick. Dan, what do you think? What, what do you think it means?
1: I think uh, someone like Elon Musk is a good example uh, since you used the example that Hermosi made about you know successful thinking about successful people thinking on longer timelines Elon Musk is fixated on what's going to make uh, life for the human race better in future generations that's what he's thinking about so he's not even thinking about the next 10, 15, 20 years he's thinking about future generations like the problems that our grandkids and their grandkids grandkids are going to have that's what he is trying to solve and Pretty sure, you know, without counting those kind of black market wealthy people, he's he's up there. Uh, I think he might be officially the richest, just knocking Bezos out uh, recently, that, something Bezos. like that. So, and he's thinking on extremely long timelines. Like, so I think that's what I think about is it's not thinking about – uh, what can I do to make some money today or this week or this year? It's where do I want to end up in 20 years and then reverse engineering from there? And we do that all the time. I think we take it for granted that that's the way our brains work. Most people are thinking about tomorrow first, next week second, and next year is way the hell down the list.
0: Yeah, I, I think Elon is such a good example here. And like, he's obviously thinking on generational timeframes, which that's mm. not even necessarily what I mean. Like, cause I, that's yeah. just, that's hard to fathom. And I don't think most people do like, that's just so long term. Uh-huh. The, the he's thing, unique. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Um, the thing I think about is the the quote that you, we often overestimate what we can accomplish in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10. And mm-hmm. as I was talking with this kid, I was like, listen, if I told you with 100% certainty that I can make you a millionaire in the next year, would you sign up for that? Like, if you just gave me a year of your time, I can make you a millionaire. He's like, yes. I said, what if I said I could do that in three years? He's like, yes. As I said, five years, he's like, Starts to pause. He goes, yes, probably. And then I said 10 years and he, he like hard balked. He's like, um, and I was like, there's my answer. And I'm like, that's what I mean. Like you're like 22 right now. And I'm telling you, if I could make you a millionaire by the time you're 32, you're hemming and hawing. Like you're not playing on a long time frame because you, it's a good th- deal. because you think like that it should happen faster. Whereas I know that it might take a decade to get you to that first million, but the second million is only going to take five years because you're gonna learn. And then the third million is only gonna take you two years. And that's the power of compounding interest, right? Like it takes so long to finally get going, but once it does, it's like jet fuel.
1: Yeah, yeah. and a lot of that ties into stuff that Naval said about, um, I forgot what the exact quote was, but we talked about it in our um, uh, Naval Ravikant Almanac uh, book, review or a rundown or whatever we're calling that thing, um, that you know, he's, he made some comment along the lines of, um, wealth is stacked up, uh, slowly over time. It's very rarely going to come in some, you know, big windfall out of nowhere. And, uh, a lot of the time wealth is going to be coming from ownership and equity shares and things. And that's the kind of stuff that you just accumulate over time and over a long period of time will uh, create wealth. But the, the quick, solution is almost always going to be something that's uh, inherently risky because if you can do really well really quickly it's reasonable to assume that it can go the other direction just as quickly as well
0: so yeah and I think a lot of a lot of times like we're going through a situation right now and as I was talking to this kid I was like the problem with like a lot of uh, he's he an agent. And I was like, the problem with a lot of agents thinking like a realtor is they think so transactionally and they look at what's my 3% of that transaction so that I can take that money, put in the bank. And it's all about that number. And what they don't quantify is what is the lifetime value of that, that amount, if they could translate that into equity in some meaningful way. Right. And so maybe that 3% could have actually been 10% by the time it's all shake shakes out, if you had translated over three to five years of buying an asset and and holding it. And we just, I think generally we'd have a hard time as humans, conceptualizing those, those time horizons at which Mm -hmm. not just money, but also skills and relationships compound. Like that's, things just take so much longer than we think, but then they also take so much less time in the grand scheme of things than we think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's always surprising how, how big of an impact small, consistent little things can have given enough time and enough occurrences. Like the most minuscule little things that in the moment seem like they, they won't matter that much. If you consistently execute them over a long period of time, it's amazing how much they can add up to. Like I remember when I was doing the nutrition coaching back in the day, I'd have these clients who uh, very frequently would say, I just don't have the time to uh, increase my activity level. I'm like, well, What if you just got up three times a day and walked for uh, five minutes? Mm. And, you know, by the end of the day, you get 15 minutes in. By the end of the week, you've got like an hour of, quote-unquote, cardio accrued. And you never really did anything. You just took the long way to the bathroom a couple times, (laughs) and it didn't really impact your life. But at the end of the day, you got a full cardio session, and you didn't have to change a damn thing. It's like that small, consistent stuff just – it's amazing how much it accrues. Um, But if you do the math, it – it always makes sense and I think that's why a lot of people get kind of lost if they're looking for some big drastic thing that has an immediate impact and usually it's those little simple things
0: 100 have to be
1: consistent and have patience I, we
0: it's so easy to to overlook like what is a meaningful unit of input whether it's mm-hmm. your health or eating or money or like skill acquisition or relationship time like we over we tend to overestimate and think like oh I need to put in like a big Herculean effort. Like if I'm not spending a half an hour on this thing, it's not worth it. If It's not an hour. If I can't dedicate four hours, like what's the point? And we, we, uh, we overshoot like what's a meaningful unit of input. And for most things like 10 to 15 minutes can be a meaningful unit of input. And in the same way of like a year of your life, if five years of your life, that can be a meaningful unit of input that can serve you indefinitely. So Mm-hmm. That, that's what I meant by play long-term games and, you know, trying to stretch the time horizon. Yeah. I was talking with I mean, another lady 15 that,
1: minutes a day. That's, that's almost two hours every week of something. So whether it's reading, studying, spending time with your significant other. And that's uh, what
0: hundred hours a year then. Right. So now suddenly yeah. that's like two and a half full work weeks. Dedica- that's almost a month. Okay. That's a lot. Okay, I'm rounding up here, Lots. but it's almost a month of dedicated activity towards that thing.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That little stuff, consistency. That's why I'm such a freak about consistency. Bring it up all the time on the podcast and, and our stuff. It's just, it's powerful. It seems boring, but um, I don't know. If you have religious routines like me, so much so that your significant other makes fun of you how consistently <laughs> you <laughs> enter the bedroom every night, uh, data like that makes me feel like it's justified. Like, I'm doing it. I'm Either doing it's it. Weird. <laughs> Hey, the dog's on the same page. He's got a very regimented routine too,
0: so he gets it. it. Our cats are the same way, man. I I came out of my bed this morning at five a.m. to go to the bathroom. My cats are both at the door, like we're ready for food. They know we're ready for food at five ten. Like oh god, (laughs) consistency. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's what we mean by play long term games. Hopefully, this has helped expand your mind's horizon of time and. Um, this game that we're playing, you got so much more time on this planet than you think, unless you get hit by a bus. So just stay clear okay. of buses. They're the, only thing, they're the only thing that can take you down, dear listener, is a bus or a bullet. And but besides buses. that, you're fine. So that's it for us. How about you guys uh, turn us off? But before you do, go leave a review. It wouldn't be a full episode unless I would asked for that. And now that I have, I'm I'm done. We'll see you in the next
1: episode. That's the only reason you came here. That's it. I just wanted that
0: review. (laughs) I get it. All right. We love you all. We'll see you in the next episode.